If you work in the public sector, such as the fire department, EMS, or any type of service that you have to go into people's houses, you know how much of a nightmare and disgusting it is to go into a hoarder house. Another big issue that's still going on today, along with the hoarding, the paper, the smell, the rooms full of diapers, floor covering dog shit and cat shit, mummified cats found under a pile of trash, which that's a story I'll tell for later, buckets full of cigarette ashes and cigarette butts, three inches worth of dust, a room dedicated just for plastic bottles, a room dedicated just for TVs, radios, old DVDs, cassette players, 8 tracks, room for all the clothes you bought at the thrift store that you'll never wear but thought it was great to have and a great deal that one day you're going to get to and sell on eBay. Let's not forget about the king size mattress in the middle of the living room that three quarter of it's covered with paper, newspaper, dirty dishes, paper plates that have maggots on it, sheets that probably have been shat on, sheets that were originally white now look brown. The entire nastiness of it all. But the one thing that truly grossed me out was getting infected with bed bugs when you go to these houses. It's a huge issue. It's still ongoing. It will forever on go. But for me, in my experience dealing with bed bugs, it wasn't from going to a hoarder house. It wasn't from going on a call. It was from dirty ass firefighters. Now, working overseas, you'll have half Americans and then individuals from other countries. Now I'm going to tell you, this hurts your feelings, I don't give a fuck. But you gotta know, if you're gonna work overseas in contracting world, that you're not always gonna be working with 100% Americans. You're gonna be working with people from other countries. Now I'm not gonna name out these countries, I'm not gonna to try to embarrass any certain group, but let's just say, when it comes to cleaning standards, you can say what you want about America, but we keep things pretty fucking clean when it comes to American firefighters EMS. Of course you're going to have that 10%. You know, you're going to have that one firefighter when you look inside of his truck at the fire station. He's got Dairy Queen trash from the floor to the ceiling to the dashboard to the back window. He's got just enough room to drive. You're going to have that firefighter who's constantly look like he's moving with sleeping bags, pillows, always clothes. That's not because he's a hoarder. That's not because he's moving. That's because his significant other kicked his ass out of the house and now he's living in his car because he can't afford to pay for rent because he's also paying for child support. With this situation, one of the firefighters came to me and goes, hey man, I've been getting these crazy bites, like red marks over my on my arms and on my legs because he would work he would wear a t-shirt and shorts to bed. Because I don't know what's been going on. I haven't been going outside or anything. Mainly been staying inside because in the summertime in Kuwait, it's freaking hot, so you don't do much outside. I don't understand what's going on. One of the other firefighters on duty heard it. He goes, I've got the same thing going on. You know, I don't know what's going You know, I don't know what's, maybe there's some sort of bug in the bunk room that we need to go check out and bug bomb. Pulled out the beds. Looked everything over and there was an open bunk that nobody was staying in. It was just open. And somebody said, one of the guys was like, what is that? Like, what's along the crease of the bed? As you were, they sew the top part of the bed to the side part of the bed. Pull back that lip and it was all black line of just dead bugs. 
We didn't know what it was at first until we called our battalion chief on duty and said, hey, can you come down and take a look at this? We, got, we don't know what the hell this is. As soon as he came walking in and saw that, he goes, that's fucking bed bugs. When it comes to contracting and companies that get these bids from the American government to, su to supply manpower, equipment, all that stuff to bases in Afghanistan, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, they have to also hire a certain amount of individuals who are non-Americans. So typically they will hire individuals from India, Nepal, Philippines, and any other countries other than the United States. When they hire these individuals, these individuals get paid way less than Americans. They live in shitty-ass apartments because the company tries to save as much money as they can. For instance, at my station, there was three Americans, two or three individuals from another country that was on duty with me. And I think in total, in the whole department, I think there was maybe 40 to 50 of these individuals from another country. So what the company that I worked for at that time, what they would do is rent out maybe half of an apartment building from some Kuwaiti, and they would stuff two to four guys into one room. And so they'd have a room 10 by 10 or 10 by 15 with bunk beds, basically a bathroom that it was just one big room with a toilet next to the shower, and there would be a drain in the floor. So when you took a shower, basically the water would still splash onto the toilet. It's not your American style. Not, it's not your American style toilet or shower bathroom. It's just like a tiny little room. But they would stuff these guys in these rooms. They're low grade, shitty ass apartment buildings that the companies would pay dirt cheap for, and so they'd save money that way. They pay them cheaply. They'd have them all ride a bus to work. Where the Americans, we would get leased vehicles. The company would lease a vehicle for us. There were several different bases in Kuwait that the fire department. Well, the company that I work for, they had the contract for the fire department. One base would have four guys. Another base would have eight guys, uh, firefighters. And we'd ride Pajeros. We'd drive Pajeros to work. We'd pick each other up and drive to work. These apartment buildings where the other country guys live at, they're dirty. They're nasty. Like I said, they're low-grade. The Kuwaiti that owns the building doesn't take care of it. It's gross. And so they get bed bugs. Now, this is not a fault of their own. It's not placing blame on their own, on them. It's just the fact that because they also live in the same building with people from other countries. Sorry for blabbing on about this, trying to paint that picture for you. I mean, contracting is a great paying job for Americans, but when it comes to other countries, they get paid shit. Now, when I worked in Afghanistan, there were guys who were just cleaning the port john but they are getting paid $75,000 a year. They're from another country, and $75,000 a year to them because of their money equivalent to the American dollar is less. The contracting company gets paid millions of dollars to supply manpower and all that stuff, and they'll try to do everything they can to cut costs and make money. Getting back to the beds. All we knew what to do was take the mattresses out, and in that time it was July in, in Kuwait, so it could be 120, 130, 140. It's pretty fucking hot. So we understood that if you took them outside in the heat and then we would wipe them all down, we'd have the air hose, we'd blow out all the bugs, soak it with Clorox, even though we were told Clorox wouldn't work. We were doing anything we could. We let the mattresses sit outside for like eight hours in the sun 
just hopefully cooking those things, cooking the eggs off, cooking them bugs that was left, and then inside, turned off all the ACs, blew everything out, vac shot vacked everything, Lysoled everything, Cloroxed everything. Of course, you need particular uh, bed bug chemicals to kill the bed bugs we didn't have, but we did everything we could, and we cleaned and cleaned and cleaned. Because the trailer, it's trailers. The fire department, a lot of stations are like trailers, like a trailer park, but they retrofit it to a captain's quarters, the firefighter quarters, a day room, a meeting room, a training room. But the one I was at, this happened at, was two different trailers. So one side was the captain's room, the TV room, and then the small kitchen, which didn't have like a stove or nothing like that. It just didn't have running water in this particular trailer at all either they didn't want to spend the money to give us running water so we had to use bottled water that's not a big deal it's just how the conditions are and then the other trailer was the firefighters and the drivers quarters where they had we used wooden lockers to give everyone some sort of separation some sort of privacy a lot of fire departments to this day still have open bunk rooms you know you get used to it if you're in an open bunk room but it's not you know when you're sitting in bed at 11 o'clock at night and somebody's smacking their meat around it's like, come on, man, go to the bathroom. I don't want to hear this shit. I'm trying to go to bed. After about eight hours, sun goes down. We pull the mattresses back in, and we had to have a talk with these individuals. Like, hey, when you guys come to work, you need to change your clothes out. So when you come to work, change your clothes that you had on from your apartment. Put them in a bag, and then change into clean clothes that you will keep particularly at that station. Well, it worked for a while. They they said fuck it. They didn't care. They didn't have. They didn't really care for. They didn't care at all. They just said, well, if we have to live in it, you have to live in it as well. So we had to basically always constantly check for bed bugs. So it seemed like every other week or every couple of days we was cleaning up bugs. Anyway, I'm done blathering on about this shit. You get the gist of it. So if you have bed bugs. What a lot of fire departments do now is that they have two sets or three sets of gear. And if they go into a place or a house that has bed bugs, they contact the local health department. They mark that house or individual as bed bugs. And then when we get back to the station, they take their gear and they put them in a freezer. And then they have a second pair of gear. And then they clean out the inside of the truck they can, make sure there's no bed bugs inside the truck. After a couple of days, after a day or two, I believe, after freezing their gear in the freezer, then they put them in the washer with, you know, scolding hot water to clean it. This is from what I've read and told. I've never actually done it myself. And then there also is chemicals that to spray the fire station to make sure if there was any bed bugs still on them that they could kill them. But this is an ongoing, it, it doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. If you're in a fire department that goes into a lot of, a lot of houses that are gross, make sure you check for bed bugs. And if anyone starts having bites after waking up, you then you might have bed bugs so sorry for blathering on hope you have a good day thank you so much for checking out this episode sorry i'd like to tell you about pledge Allegiance flag company it is a veteran owned and operated business they make 19 by 36 and 13 by 24 handcrafted gorgeous rustic wooden american flags challenge coin flags military flags thin red line thin blue line custom orders and they offer free personalized engraving with each order you can find them on Etsy by clicking the link down below in the description below. That's Plagiarist Flag Company. Also, I have written a book. It is titled Another Boring Book About Being a Firefighter and EMT. The subtitle is Useless Advice and Offensive Stories. This book has serious issues but written in a humorous way. It also has funny stories. This book is not going to have long-winded chapters filled with bullcrap. It will be short and nasty. I have not seen or done it all. There have been thousands of firefighters and EMTs who have done so much more than I have, and they are far better firefighter EMTs 
teasing me. I am just simply writing this book to share what I have learned and my experiences with you. You can find my book on Amazon by clicking the link below. I also have a list of all the chapter titles in the description below.